Welcome to the Binge Dietitian Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Sumner, registered dietitian, focusing on helping men and women end binge eating, end food guilt, and finally say yes to life. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not substitute for medical and personalized advice. Let's talk about a taboo subject, which is often not talked enough. Living alone. For some people, this may be something, ideally, the younger generation dreams of, while the older generation may dread of. But this can definitely go both ways. So, whatever age you are, loneliness can be a difficult situation if you struggle with binge eating. And it can affect any age. Loneliness can be so powerful that it can drive people to binge eat alone. Then, be left with guilt and shame after that binge. All alone. Remember that anyone can struggle with loneliness. You don't have to be alone to struggle with loneliness. You may have so many people around you, yet feel so alone. So if you're listening to this podcast episode and you think that you're not lonely enough, I want you to avoid invalidating your struggles because you matter and you deserve to get through this loneliness and through this binge eating. Actually, right now, If you feel that you're alone and have no one to talk to about your binge eating, I'm always here and you can definitely have a chat with me or contact me simply in the link in the description of this podcast. So, I just want to reassure you that it's not your fault that you're struggling with loneliness or binge eating. No matter how many times you might have binged all alone and felt the guilt and shame all alone, this is not your fault. There may be many reasons why binging, especially when alone, might have cropped up. Have you ever had an experience when you were younger that your parents or your guardian gatekept certain foods in the house? There is this, unfortunately, this generational culture around food where we should avoid giving ourselves freedom to eat what we want. And while it might be done at the best intentions to keep us healthy, this might have hurt your relationship with food down the line. So have you ever been told in the past phrases like you're only allowed to eat dessert after you finish your meal or you're not allowed to leave a single crumb on the table because think of the kids in Africa or no snacking on junk food allowed, just have some fruit. Maybe you might be a parent or a guardian and maybe you have told your children or the people you take care of these phrases. And I want you to know that while it may seem that you're actually protecting their health, you're actually enforcing the mindset of good and bad foods. So let's fast forward to once they do have the freedom to live alone and be independent. I might be literally talking to you right now and I want you to think back if you've been exposed to any gatekeeping habits when you lived with your family or your guardians. For some people, having freedom to eat and live alone can be scary because of the gatekeeping and now we have so much freedom that We don't really know what to do. We can just have free reign to eat literally everything in sight, aka binge episodes. So whether your binge eating stemmed from childhood or not, which could be a completely different episode because there's so much to talk about, let's talk about the three ways to end binge eating, especially if you live alone. Number one, try to eat regular meals and snacks. When we live alone, we might not have the safety of people preparing meals for us or keeping an eye on us if we skip meals. 
when we eat balanced, regular meals and snacks, we're keeping ourselves full because hunger is one trigger for binge eating. But if you're living alone, especially if you find it difficult or you're nervous to cook meals for yourself, this can be a challenge. So if this is you, I want you to think of what kind of meals are convenient and easy for you to prepare. We don't always have to look into social media or recipes that include maybe more than five ingredients because if you're not used to cooking very often, this can easily lead to mental fatigue. So rather than focusing on the quality for now, focus on the quantity. Try to have regular meals and snacks. Try to have anything to keep you satisfied and ensure that meal is balanced or that snack is balanced. And by balanced, I'm talking about the meal or snack containing protein, carbs, and fat. So if you struggle with cooking on your own, then using ready meals can be very helpful. So this could look like having a ready meal for lunch and dinner. And this is a good opportunity for you to experiment or be more confident cooking breakfast. And breakfast doesn't have to be an intricate meal. Oftentimes, breakfast meals are just really simple. It can be a sandwich, or it could be some pancakes, or even something as simple as bread and butter. Then, as you build confidence, you could start to have all of your meals as simple, convenient meals rather than ready meals. But whatever meal you make, just have something that is balanced with protein, fats, and carbohydrates to keep you full. Oh, and on the topic of ready meals, you might be thinking, Jonathan, ready meals are often high in sugar and fats. And I would say, sure, but only some are. Not all ready meals have to be high in sugar or high in fat. It might be worth investing a little more into a meal prep service where all the ingredients are delivered to you with instructions and all you have to do is just follow the recipe. For most companies, you can set the difficulty of the meal prep service. If you still find it difficult to meal prep, then a ready meal service that is delivered straight to your door could be the solution. Examples of meal delivery services here in the UK are Wiltshire Farm Foods, Oak House Foods, or Parsley Box, wherein everything is all prepped for you and simply just ready to put into the microwave. These meals are often very balanced and nutritionally complete. I'll put a link in the description for the services if you want to explore these. But remember, having a ready meal is never cheating. And you don't have to make fancy meals to end your hunger and end your binge cravings. Number two, avoid having the foods you normally binge on. And I get it. It can be so scary to live alone and not trust yourself around food because that was me. But I want you to know that you can't avoid food forever. Physiologically, our body has the urge to binge because we're either restricting physically by keeping ourselves hungry and maybe skipping meals, or avoiding the foods that simply make us feel good. Have you ever noticed that your binge episodes mostly start when you're hungry and also you have a massive craving for something? Remember, you only binge on the foods you restrict. So give yourself the permission to eat the foods you normally binge on. And you might be thinking, Jonathan, that's silly. You know I'm just going to binge on them if I give myself permission. But remember, 
if you're following number one, which is to stay full consistently and eat regular meals and snacks, breakfast, morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, and an evening meal, then you're more likely to not overeat on these and be satisfied with a simple portion. Studies show that depriving ourselves of food will massively increase the craving for them, whilst eating them habitually or regularly will turn these forbidden foods into neutral foods. Eating regularly and staying full is very protective against binge eating and losing control over the foods you normally binge on. I want you to trust yourself and your body to take that leap and give yourself the permission to find balance you've always wanted. If you find this difficult, then you can try having, for example, that cookie right after your main meal as a dessert. So let's say you had lunch. You may have had a cookie or two as a dessert to help you feel safe that you're much less likely to overeat on these because you're keeping yourself full and satisfied. It's all about getting used to feeling safe around these binge foods or these forbidden foods. Most people, if you've noticed, would say that in order to stop binge eating, you have to avoid eating whilst watching television or watching a YouTube video because this can lead to quote-unquote mindless eating. However, if you're living alone, sometimes keeping the television on or watching a YouTube video will actually give you a sense of not feeling alone and this might help you enjoy your meal more. Whether it's a video or like a podcast can help you not feel alone. It can also help you enjoy your meal more. The benefits of social eating are very powerful, even if you're not with someone physically. This can help improve your mental health and build habits within you that food is an experience that can be shared with others. When I have my one-to-one consultations, I might even have a meal or a snack with my clients who are struggling with loneliness to help them feel at ease with eating and to have a nice conversation. On the topic of sharing food experiences, have you ever heard of mukbangs? Mukbang is a trend wherein someone on the internet is eating food, particularly a large amount of food, and can sometimes have a conversation with you through the screen. Most of the time, these videos are pre-recorded, but studies show that mukbangs can help decrease loneliness with meals. But on the other hand, mukbangs could be harmful as some people eat large amounts of hyper-palatable food, which could be tempting for you to start to binge. So this may be something to take a look at, depending on what your relationship with food looked like. So now that you build the foundation of regular eating and that you're giving yourself the permission to eat the foods you would normally hide away in the house or binge on, I want you to challenge yourself in this next step. This is number three. Trying to eat alone outside the house. Finding pleasure in your eating experience is essential to your mental health, even if you are alone. Nowadays, it's much more socially acceptable to eat alone in a cafe or in a restaurant. You may find that going to a cafe may actually improve your self-confidence around food and within yourself. Because going to a cafe, for example, can be such an empowering experience. If you may still find it embarrassing or scary, then you can bring a book or a laptop. Because I want you to think to yourself, 
When was the last time you noticed someone in a cafe reading a book or using his or her laptop and you thought to yourself, wow, that person must be lonely because I haven't and I never did. You might find that this self-love and self-empowering activity might even reduce your craving for a binge because you knew that even though you may come home, you knew that you treated yourself with care. You realized that you just provided yourself with some self-compassion and that you're much stronger than you think. Just because you're alone doesn't mean you should ever miss out on experiences such as going out to cafes or even going out to restaurants. There is no shame in being alone and it can be such an empowering activity and also a form of self-care. So just to recap, you do not deserve to invalidate your struggles if you live with others because you don't have to be alone to be lonely. And I'm always here if you want someone to talk with. You may have a chat with me in the link of the description of this podcast because I believe no one deserves to truly feel alone. So here are the three tips as a recap to avoid binge eating when you're alone. Number one, eat regular meals and snacks. This can keep you full and make sure you're keeping yourself around seven or eight out of 10 full, consisting of breakfast, a mid-morning snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack, and an evening meal. And yes, even though you had a binge previously, avoid trying to make up for that binge as restricting can lead to another binge later on. If you feel that you're uncomfortable or struggling to prepare meals, you may check out the meal delivery services in the link in the description if you live in the UK. This leads me to number two. Avoid hiding the foods you normally binge on. If you're eating regular meals consistently, you're much less likely to binge on them. So give yourself the permission to eat the foods you want to have. Remember, you only binge on the foods you restrict. Eating these foods you enjoy can psychologically habituate yourself and turn these forbidden foods into safe, neutral foods. Remember, you won't overeat these if you're consistently keeping yourself satisfied with number one. Finally, number three, try to eat out more. Remember, you don't have to eat alone in the house all the time. You can eat outside and sometimes this can be a form of self-care and empowerment. So give yourself the permission to eat out because food is a social aspect of life. And even if you're not directly eating with someone, eating in the presence of people around you can help improve your mood and your mental health. It will help you build this mindset that food is all about an experience and that can be shared with or around people. So thanks for listening to this episode of Binge Dietitian Podcast. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would massively appreciate it if you rated this podcast well. I want to also add that I offer one-to-one coaching in the link in the description of this podcast. Even if you struggle with loneliness and binging in secret, I'm happy to even simply have a meal with you or talk with you. If that means helping you feel more comfortable around food, then I am more than willing to be with you. So find all of the links in the description of this podcast. And I just want to thank you once more for listening. See you next time, guys. If you found this podcast helpful, you would definitely benefit from my Binge Eating Freedom course in my website, bingedietitian.com. Learn more about the triggers to why you're binge eating and how to stop binge eating for good. No more food guilt, no more jumping from diet to diet, and no more shame. Go to the link in this episode for my Binge Eating Freedom course. 
to be one step closer to being binge-free, starting today 